It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Friday to you. You made it to the end of another week. And it's just about the weekend. So I don't know how you're going to be celebrating yours or spending yours. I will be, well, I got a doctor's appointment today, which should be the, hopefully the final stage in this kidney stone journey for me. Um. got me into the swing craze of the late 90s when you know the movie swingers came out and all of a sudden people were going out to swing clubs and wearing zoot suits and all that i didn't go that far but i uh i liked the music squirrel nut zippers cherry poppin daddies big bad voodoo daddy uh a lot of these bands were just ska bands which if you've never heard ska music before you've probably heard it before and didn't realize that's what it is but a lot of them were ska bands that just kind of morphed into swing bands once the swing craze hit. And it didn't last very long. It was only a couple of years. But uh, locally, we had uh, some bands that were in that mix and that were in that genre that uh, went on to some success. Both ska and and uh, the swing craze. You know, we had the amazing Royal Crowns who became the amazing Crowns. And there was... Uh, or. I don't know. There, there was a whole thing where they had to change their name, but it's not because of Royal Crown Cola, as people have has kind of become the urban legend. It was more because of another band that had a, had the same name. And uh, then, of course, when it comes to like the ska type music, we've got the uh, the mighty mighty Boss tones. You know, so there was there was certainly a lot of that around here. Providence had a big swing community for a while. Not that kind of swing. Well, I think they might have that kind of swing community too. Um, but I, but they had a, a pretty big swing music scene for a brief period there. So if you, uh, if you were somebody that got out there and did it, you probably today are waking up with back pain as a result of it. Anyway, 508-996-0500. We'll take your calls coming up after the news. But right now, it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. The strike by UAW against Detroit's automakers could have an economic impact in Michigan. Grand Valley State University economic 
Economists Paul Isley says auto suppliers in the area might have to lay off workers or close. As they're laid off, they're going to be buying less haircuts, less food, less TVs, and that affects everybody else. So it bleeds out into the economy. He says the economy could take a $150 million weekly hit if the strike goes past two weeks. Speaking of strikes, the major TV and film studios have agreed to resume contract talks with striking Hollywood writers. The Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers released a statement Thursday saying it was working to reschedule a meeting this next week. The statement says every member of the alliance is, quote, committed and eager to reach a fair deal and to working together with the WGA to end the strike. The Writers Guild of America says it shared the development with its 11,000 members a few hours later. Hollywood actors are also on strike but are conducting separate negotiations. Vice President Kamala Harris kicked off a seven-state tour of college campuses Thursday. Harris began courting young voters yesterday with a stop at Hampton University in Virginia. She emphasized the importance of voting and voting rights. Early voting for Virginia's legislature begins today. The Senate is currently controlled by Democrats and the House of Delegates is controlled by Republicans. Harris, Harris's college tour will also take her to North Carolina, A&T, Morehouse College, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, College of Southern Nevada, and the Northern Arizona University. And the Strong National Museum Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York, has announced the toys that are candidates for the induction to the National Toy Hall of Fame. Among the list of 12 are Battleship, Connect Four, Baseball Cards, Bingo, Nerf Toys, Slime, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. People can vote online for their favorites until September 20th. The winning toys will be made public in November. And in sports, the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees faced off in a doubleheader last night. The Sox won Game 1 5 to nothing, while the Yankees took Game 2 8-5. to The Sox head now to Toronto to face off against the Blue Jays tonight at 7.07 p.m. And the New England Patriots will face off against the Dolphins on Sunday. Kickoff is at 8.20. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Friday will finish the week with increasing clouds. We'll be... The nice side, too, comfortable with a high near 70. For tonight, mostly cloudy, breezy with a low near 60. And for Saturday, mainly cloudy with a slight chance of showers. Highs will top out near 72. and will be windy with occasional wind gusts near 40 miles per hour. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 60 degrees in New Bedford, and there's a tropical storm warning in effect. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM. And get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Stream WBSM live crystal clear with one touch. The WBSM app.
And that's one of the albums that I keep hoping to find when I go to a yard sale or a flea market or an antique shop or any of those kind of places. I'm, I'm trying to find an original T-Rex Electric Warrior album. I know I can just go down to one of the record stores and get the the newer reissue version. And I, 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 I think I probably will do that eventually. But I want to find a nice original first press T-Rex Love that album. Great album. As I've said here before, glam rock exists here. We don't we don't deny it. My friend actually does a glam rock show on the internet that has become worldwide popular because he uh he really does a great deep dive. He's a Wareham guy and he puts on a great show with that. It's called Elastic Glam Radio, if you want to check it out. Maybe we'll have him on sometime, Seth LaRusso. Uh, also a radio guy. It's pretty funny that uh, I think he was a year ahead of me. But he's been in the radio business for a long time. One of my classmates, Pat Donovan, is now the morning show host on a Tampa sports station. And I believe he hosts the Tampa Bay Bucks pregame and postgame now, too. And he does something with the Rays. I don't know if it's in-stadium announcing or what, but got a chance to see him briefly uh, last year at the Wu-Tang concert when he came up for that, for our little mini kind of class reunion that we had. And I'm sure we'll have another one of those kind of things soon. But uh, it's... And we got two two guys from our class that have to wake up early every day. And I think that there's a special breed of person... I was talking with this because I went back to bowling last night, which don't tell the doctor because I'm not sure I'm quite medically cleared for that yet. But I went back to bowling because I missed the first week of the season, obviously, because I just had surgery a few days before. But I went back and actually did pretty well. I mean, I think my average is like a 137 and I bowled a 132. A 161 and a 137. So not bad for not having picked up a bowling ball since the end of the last season, back in, I think, May. I'm now like 50 pounds lighter than I was then and short a few kidney stones. So I wasn't sure how that was going to affect me, but everything seemed to be okay. But I was talking with the guys that we were bowling against who are listeners. So morning, guys. Uh, But they were asking me, like, because when I... Stop bowling in the last season. I was on from 9 to 12. So they were asking, you know, what's it like getting up early every day? And I said, yeah, it's not, not a problem. Because I love getting up and doing this. When I was a cook, gosh, I would oversleep all the time. I'd be late all the time. Because I didn't just didn't want to get up and do what I was doing. But for this, I'm excited every day when I get up. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you, Tom? Good. I, I I thought maybe those kidney stones were kind of heavy. What do you think? Fifty pounds worth. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised by when I read the report by like exactly how small they were, and yeah, I was like, were those little tiny stones did that much damage? But I guess they do. Yeah, incredible. Uh, the reason why I'm calling this morning is I think today is the dedication of the uh, windmill thing, and they seem to have a lot of confusion on the radio exactly where it was going to be yesterday. I don't know if that was purposely done well, or not. It's it's been postponed. Oh, 
it has been postponed. Yeah, because of the weather, they postponed it. They, so actually, they shut down operations. According to New Bedford Lights reporting, they had actually shut down operations earlier this week in preparation for the storm coming. So right. um, they, they postponed this event. Okay, that's good to know. That's all I'm calling for. Have a great day. All right, you as well. Yes, and, uh, yeah, that's the – I'll see if I can pull up the exact press release. Um, but it was – supposed to be happening this morning and they were going to be having all the dignitaries coming in. The governor was going to be there. Uh, let's see. So uh, this is the the uh, this is the release that they had sent out on Thursday morning 8.05 a.m. Dear members of the media, out of, out of an abundance of caution for the impending storm, today's event, you know, today, they said tomorrow, but today's event is being postponed a new date will be announced. So they haven't announced anything yet as to when that will be happening. Probably because, you know, you've got to coordinate schedules all over again now, but they'll have that ceremony happening. And I, I don't blame them for postponing it today. Things are supposed to kind of come in a little bit later on, but better safe than sorry. And certainly, you know, if you're looking for a nice backdrop for the TV cameras and for the photos and everything that's going to be yeah, an ocean that's getting chopped up by some offshore winds, no pun intended, uh, are not exactly going to make for the best photo. You know, you're looking for that nice serene ocean shot. And also, you know, it's you think to yourself, well, I mean, they could get out there and they could do it really quickly, right? How long is this really going to take? But there's a lot that goes into it. There's the people who go out there and set up all the staging for it. The people have to break all that down once everybody leaves. So uh, I totally understand why they are postponing it. Smart idea. And they'll just do it up even bigger and better when the time comes around. But someone did ask that question. Earlier this week, somebody asked me, they said, with all those components out there now, do you think that there's any concern with this storm rolling in about that offshore wind farm? And the answer is no. They're building it to be able to withstand storms like that, you know, and, and storms that are certainly going to be more significant. So I would not worry about it. They're not, it's not going to uproot what they've put out there. It's not going to knock over the things that are here. Like you're, you're going to have weather tested and, and weather... Um, resistant wind farms out there. They know what they're getting into when it comes to what you can expect from the wind and the rain. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Sam. How are you, Shawnee? I'm hanging in, and you? Doing all right? I got to ask you a question because you did cooking in, the, in restaurants, right? Sure. All right, so I made American chop suey yesterday, and I started to use the pepper out of the um, shake. You know, mm -hmm. and oh my God, I was shaking it and going crazy, right? And um, I uh, the cover like lifted up, and it was a brand new one. Half of the pepper went in there, and I don't like it real hot like that. But um, what could I do to save it? Was that the crushed red pepper? No, black pepper. Oh, black pepper, that's not that's not too hard to, to, to balance out. I would just say get another can of sauce or tomato paste or whatever you used and just add that in to, to disperse out the pepper a little bit more across the sauce. 
and then I think you'll be fine. No, I don't have to, um, like, add a whole, another um, pan of that, of American chop suey. I don't think so. I think if you just add some more sauce, then you'll, you know, obviously your American chop suey would be extra saucy, but I don't, I think that'll kind of spread it out a little bit. Yeah, it kills you three bites. You can taste it. So it's so much pepper. Now, do you put, do you put sugar in your sauce to cut down the gas? A little bit, just a little tiny bit. You could probably add a little bit more sugar too. That might balance it out a bit. I um, I I just bought that pepper too, and it, the top came off, and half the whole half of the can went in there. Oh, yeah, um, I love I love pepper, but not too much pepper. Me neither. And some people like it real hot, and um, that can make you sick. I think. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to end up like those kids that took the one chip challenge and had to go to the hospital. <laughs> You're funny. So, how are you doing with your with your diet? Well, I'm doing great. Doing great. Yeah, uh, have uh, dropped down to about 233 pounds. So, doing well. That's good. But you're going to keep going. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to get under 200 to start, and then we'll see where we go from there. Did I hear you say that she said you should be 130 pounds? Yeah, that's like when you go to the doctor and they tell you, oh, for your height and your build, you should be 130, 140 pounds. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think so. That's crazy, isn't it? The way that I'm built, I think, you know, 150 to 170 would probably be as low as I'd ever want to go. Right, and keep it, right? But we'll see. I mean, you know, again, I've, I've, it's, I've, I've, I was a kid the last time I weighed that much. So let's let's get there and see what happens. And you know, we'll see what happens. But I'm also, you know, going to the gym and trying to tone things up a little bit too. So, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to build muscle because I don't want to screw up, you know, getting to my weight loss goal. But maybe at some point I can do that a little bit, you know? Yeah, because they say muscle weighs more than fat, right? I mean, I guess so. A pound is a pound, but I think it has more of a impact on your weight. Uh-huh. So we'll see. Are we going to get that um, gonna get uh gonna get some some glancing blow of it it seems uh off the sh- off the coast so we'll get some some uh some wind and some rain but nothing to be overly concerned about that seems to be the the forecast right now and that's gonna start this evening yeah coming in a little bit later on today the winds are already starting to pick up here but um it's not gonna be you know hurricane force winds it won't even be tropical storm force winds so oh that's good. All right, Tim, I'll be listening. All right, you have a great day. Have a good weekend. You too. And Bye-bye. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Morning. How are you doing? Good. Um, I, I, it's just, I want to ask you a question, right? So mm-hmm. these, these politicians, you know, Ed Mackey and, um, uh, you know, some of the local delegates that we got and, all these people that are coming down, well, they were going to come down for this uh, wind ceremony. Uh, the governor and Senate governor and, you know, who, who, who do these people work for? They work for themselves or they work for the, the, the state or do they work for the taxpayer? Well, I mean, essentially they, they answer to the voters. Right. So they work for us. We pay their salary. I mean, right? yeah. But also, you know, you will you elect them to do the job. I think it's dangerous to say you work for us when you don't understand the job. Well, they work at the end of the day, Tim. They work. They, they, they're accountable. They work you can say they're accountable they to the, the voters. Yeah, yeah. They, they work for the people. We pay their salary. That's 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 my that's my gripe. Okay, 
and yet we're not even asked when we would like them to come to our community to hold a ceremony. Because we're the working people, right? We, we work for a living, but yet they're going to come down on a Friday out, or, oh, I'm sorry, on a Friday morning when 95% of these people that elected these these well, I don't, I don't want to say elected because I, I, didn't, I didn't elect them, you know, but 95% of the people that are here in the community can't afford to take a Friday off or better yet. Well, you, you know, it's not their event, right? It's Vineyard Wind's event. They just invited them to come and be guests. Well, I understand that, but it's like, okay, so Vineyard Wind then. Why, why wouldn't they choose a day, like a day and a time, or, or how about like 5.30 at night? Because you know, they're also night. doing it during their own work hours. Why would, yeah, you're not getting what I'm saying. I, I'm not getting what you're saying because what you're saying doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. No, it does. What I'm trying to say is why would they hold a ceremony during working hours when the working public can't even go, you know, uh, talk to some of these people and these governors and lieutenant governor. Well, that's not what these events are for. They're not for you to be able to go walk up to the governor and talk to the governor. They're for the governor to be there for whatever ribbon cutting or ceremony that they're having. I should be able to go up to the governor whenever I please and go talk to her. That's not how it works. Should I, should I not? Or, I mean, do no, they're on a schedule. They not? come down, they do this event, they move on. They might answer some questions from the press. Maybe they will talk to some people for a little bit of time permits, but this isn't a, this isn't a coffee with the governor meet and greet situation. Well, I'm, not allowed, I'm not even allowed to, to voice my opinion on anything to this governor, apparently, in your, in, your, in your opinion. It's not my opinion at all. I'm telling you how the logistics of a ceremony like this work. Yeah, but if I just happen to be walking by her and saying, hey, your immigration policy sucks. Do you think, should you be able to just walk into the state house and walk into her office and talk to her? It's, it's, it's my house, isn't it? I pay for that house, don't I? But she has a job to do that you elected her, that her people elected her I, to do, so I, she's got yeah. to do that job. She can't just ju- stop what for, she's doing because you showed up at the state house. I pay for her comfy seat and desk that she gets to sit at. Well, I mean, for... For a third of the time she's been a I'd, I'd rather she was make... focused on doing her job and getting her job done than have to listen to whatever your gripes are. I don't know if I, I... Do you think that we all paid for her lavish vacations to, like, Ireland and, you know... Do you think we paid for all that? Is that under the taxpayer? Or did she, like... Oh, no, we did pay for it. Well, yeah, they, there was a, because, a work component to them. Yeah, there was an event she, she, she went to or something like that. She got invited to or something. That's right. So we paid for all that, all those vacations that she took. Um, I'm just surprised that she was able, she was able to even make, make this, this ceremony. Well, you know? I mean, uh, I guess she's not now. So, I mean, maybe, no, she's, no, got, I, maybe she's got some time, John. Call the office and see if she's got a few moments for you. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that, that this was canceled. It really doesn't. Well, because of a uh, storm. Tim, the storm's going to be here tomorrow. The storm Overnight is starting tonight. today. So what, what's your, what's your conspiracy theory here? Why'd they cancel it then? I don't have a conspiracy theory. What, then why'd they cancel it then? How come you're labeling me as a conspiracy theorist? Because you're already coming out of the gate not believing the reason why they canceled it. Oh, I, I'm just saying it's kind of funny how they canceled it when the storm's happening tonight into tomorrow. Maybe the governor has to get ready to help prepare for that storm. Oh, big, big, big preparations up there in Beacon Hill, right? Well, the Cape's going to get hit by it. Yeah. Uh, isn't that, Tim? We're barely going to get hit. This thing. Uh, 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 you know, uh, went, all right. Thank off. you. Thank you, John. Thank you for your meteorology degree. I have to take a break. 508 996 0500. We'll be back in just a few moments.
Yeah. All right, I got one more break I got to take before the end of the hour, but we have a few moments to go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, Tim, I, I bet that entourage, when they come down here to New Bedford, I bet they'll be eating lobster and having a great great party uh, on the uh, backs of the company that's putting up these wind turbines. On the other hand, um, for the wind turbines, I can't believe that the city of New Bedford did a hell of a job of negotiating this land use that, for this project. And the residents of New Bedford and this area had a plug nickel for everything going on for the size of the project. That was a hell of a no- negotiation on behalf of the mayor, don't you think? Well, what I know is that a company owned that land and that company sold that land to another company that developed that site for offshore wind. Yeah, but the mayor was involved in all the negotiations with the state, with the company. We're going to get all kinds of jobs. You keep hearing all this all the time. Oh, we're going to get thousands of jobs out of this for the area people. The city of New Bedford is getting a plug nickel for all this going on over there. As far as I know, uh, the Haven is going to be getting uh, um, rent on an area uh, in the harbor for the overrun for the barges and the, um, the marine vessels in the city. Now, they're getting uh, rent, but the city of New Bedford has the majority of the spot and nothing negotiated. Boy, that seems kind of odd to me, doesn't it, to you? Well, I know in, you know, in the in the wake of the New Bedford Light Report, they talked about exactly how many jobs are coming out as a result of this. I know that the tendency is to look at this and say, well, these aren't the jobs that we were promised, but it's also important to remember that this is one company in one project of what is expected to be many of those so it's not like this was the only opportunity for anybody to have work and also they're not ready the the people who are getting into this industry aren't even ready to work on this project yet because they're still starting the education and the training for it so it's it's about how many of these other projects will be coming in now whether or not those projects get approved we don't know because obviously you know we've already seen the second one have to go back to the drawing board because they wanted to get more money out of the deal right um, and thirdly, um, I'm really surprised that the Democrats out there, uh, the tree huggers and all these, uh, Peter and all these other, co- uh, uh, organizations that kind of ironic here that now this project is, and they got information to back up that it's killing whales and marine life out there, but boy, we're going to jump on the bandwagon and, you know, go with this thing. If that was. Well, that, that, that hasn't been proved conclusively, so... Oh, it has. They no, have it hasn't. Proof. No, it hasn't. Okay, I'll, I'll go with what you say. But what happens, Tim, if they come out with this and they do uh, positively say, yeah, it is killing the world? Then something I think you might them. see some folks reverse course on how they feel about it. But that project's on, on its way. It'll never be reversed. And, uh, you know, I'm Well, then hopefully they'll, they'll find ways to keep the whales out of that area. Yeah, we'll put them all on a leash. I mean, this is no, they, they can direct them around. They direct them around to keep them away from marine traffic. They can keep them away from those areas if they need to. I'm sure okay. they'd prefer not to, but. Uh, all right, I'll go with that. We'll we'll see. And right. I, I, I got to just hold you there because I got to take that one final break. Okay, Tim. Thanks. But thank you. Have a good day. We'll be right back. Um, all right, that is.